It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Just got back from Jacksonville last night. Sorry we didn't do a podcast yesterday, but I am ready. Joe Goodberry will join us tomorrow for our weekly Bengals film review, which was about an ugly as a game as I can imagine. Thank God I have family in Jacksonville and I didn't go down just exclusively for that damn game. Oh my gosh, so much to get to. Shout out, I, I saw a bunch of listeners. Not a bunch, but I, 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 probably a handful of, of people that said hi to me, talked to them, had a couple drinks with them. So I appreciate each and every single one of you that said hi or said something. And uh, yeah, boy, that was rough. Look, uh, I, I think, and you might hate me. Some of you are going to hate this. It's time for, it's time for Marv to go. And it's time to move on from Andy Dalton. It is. And I know I'm saying that, and there's so many reasons and excuses and and things that have contributed to Andy Dalton struggling and having the lowest QBR, which is the ESPN metric that they use, lowest QBR of his career, lower than he did as a rookie when he didn't have anything around him. I get it. I get all of it. Is Andy rebounding from this season, from last year, from the past year and a half where he's been 9-14-1, and one, where they've been 9-14-1 and one as a team, to getting this team to a Super Bowl. If the answer is no, if you're sitting in your office or in your car or at home listening to my voice right now, well, thank you for listening. Ask yourself that question. Is Blandy Dalton the guy? Because if the answer is no, and good God, after what I saw on Sunday, after what I've seen over the past, what is it, 24 games... The answer is no for me. We've known he's been limited. We've known he doesn't have the greatest arm. We've known all that. Even in 15 when he was so great. There was a chance that he could make that run. But now, yeah, you got to improve the O-line. Yeah, there's certainly plenty of positions you need to look at. And that includes a new head coach. It also includes potentially a new quarterback. And whether that means keeping Andy Dalton around for another year and drafting a guy in the first or second round or third round to be the guy of the future, or if it means trading Dalton and keeping McCarron around because he's probably going to lose his grievance and be on a rookie contract next year, keeping McCarron around to help steady the franchise with a rookie quarterback. And I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Lamar Jackson or Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold or Josh Allen. I don't know. I don't know that yet. We aren't getting into that yet because it's November 7th. But here's what I will tell you. If I was running the Bengals, for better or for worse, and there's certainly worse than you can do than Andy Dalton, I would be looking elsewhere for a quarterback. Free agency? I don't know if there's a free agent that's going to be better. Teddy Bridgewater set for free agency. I liked him, but what is he now with his his knee? I don't know if he can be a franchise guy. Drew Brees probably going to stay in New Orleans. So free agency, Kirk Cousins, Eh, he's pretty much Andy Dalton. So I'm fine with passing on the whole free agency thing. But I've watched teams across this league, across the damn league, move on from coaches, 
move on from quarterbacks and get better. Houston, what did they do? They got better at quarterback. The Kansas City Chiefs, what did they do? They traded up, even though Alex Smith is the starter, and I think that that's the, the blueprint right there. Maybe not trading up, but drafting a guy to be the heir to the throne. And Pat Mahomes certainly going to be the future starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. I look across this league, and it's happened from Philadelphia, who had Sam Bradford. He's a lot like Andy Dalton, right? Not, not as healthy as Dalton. A lot like him. And they were like, you know, we're trading up and we're going to get Carson Wentz. Dak Prescott, the Cowboys drafted him. Who did they have? They had Tony Romo. Even Russell Wilson. The Seattle Seahawks had went out and paid Matt Flynn. Matty Flynn. And Russell Wilson was the starter. Adding a quarterback is a must for this team. Moving on from Marvin Lewis after what I saw, I don't see how you don't. This team is stale. There's so many gripes. There's so many worries. There's so many concerns. There's so many ups and downs and turn arounds. It's time to be new. It's time to be excited. It's time to get someone who gives you a chance to be better than you are. Yes, that means you got to upgrade the line. Yes, that means you have to upgrade the coach. Yes, you ha- you have to upgrade the entire situation for Andy Dalton, whoever is going to start at quarterback next year. But you also have to look at the quarterback position. And if you, even if you're the biggest Dalton supporter, if you can sit there and watch what we saw on Sunday and say that the Bengals can't do better at quarterback, that they shouldn't take a risk, that they shouldn't look, well, then you're crazy. Quite frankly, you're crazy. And it, not every fan is that way. Not every fan is on the move on from Andy. Fine. I, you don't even need It's not about moving on from Andy. It's about trying to find someone who's better. Andy's okay. But I watched every play Sunday. Every single play. Even though I roamed around the stadium in that fourth quarter, I went back and watched it. Recorded the game. Is there a throw that you saw from Dalton? That A.J. McCarron or Tom Savage or insert quarterback's name here couldn't make. Like their touchdown drive was, it happened because Tyler Croft broke a tackle. Name a special throw Andy Dalton made. Name an okay throw. He's just, ah. He's just, ah. I want to do better than, ah, in life. And I don't think I'm alone. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. So much to get to on today's show. Obviously, The A.J. Green thing is something that we should talk about, and we are going to talk about. Just a quick reminder, we are on Megaphone now on iTunes, Apple Podcast, and the iHeartRadio app. Make sure you check out LockedOnBengals.com, where the podcast is posted each and every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And one thing I wanted to get into here on Locked On Bengals is that fight. The fight of all fights. A.J. Green throwing haymakers. Looking like a UFC fighter out there. Why do you think that happened? You, you really think it's Jalen Ramsey? You really want me to believe that? 
AJ Green's been in the league for six and a half years, going up against Darrell Revis, Richard Sherman multiple times. All of these corners, some talk a ton of trash, some don't. You really think Jalen Ramsey's the guy getting into his head? The guy that's forcing him to to punch him in the face and, and freak out? A little bit. But you know what it was? A.J. Green is so damn frustrated. He's frustrated with 9-14-1 over the past year and a half. He's frustrated from everything top down. Adriel Jeremiah Green is your best player, and now it's starting to feel like a Carson Palmer situation. I went to the game with my cousin, and he turned to me and he was like, man, it feels like A.J. Green might demand for a trade, ask for a trade this offseason. And I would not be shocked. That's why you need fresh. That's why you need different. That's why you need to show your best player that this, whatever this is, this 3-5 and five start, 6-9-1 last year, missing deep balls, having a crappy offensive line, that it's unacceptable. And you do that by changing everything. Because otherwise, if you bring the band back together, could you imagine Marvin and Andy and everyone coming back together with a couple draft picks along the line? And that's it? That's what you're selling me on? All right, A.J. Green, he could pull a Carson Palmer, and you wouldn't be shocked, and I wouldn't be shocked. He's frustrated, man. He toasted Jalen Ramsey, just blew right by him, wide open for a touchdown. And instead, Andy Dalton throws it out of bounds. And people on Twitter say, it's one throw. It's not one throw. It happens once a game. In a huge matchup against a defense that doesn't give up the long ball, against elite corners, and that's exactly what Ramsey is. He's a baller. A.J. Green toasts him, makes him look like Marquise Lee, what Marquise Lee did to Drake Kirkpatrick and then some. Toasted him, and you can't get him the ball? Don't blame the line for that one, Blandy. That's frustration. It bottled up, because then... If Andy Dalton hits that ball, if he puts that in position where A.J. Green could catch it, guess who's not getting into a fight? A.J. Green. Because Jalen Ramsey doesn't get to turn and talk trash to him, which he did after that play. Because A.J. Green then gets to say, I just scored and celebrate in the end zone. The Bengals' offense gets off the ground. It's going to open up the running game a little bit. Oh, and by the way, your best player just made a huge play. Instead... Andy Dalton didn't give him a chance because he threw it out of bounds. And yes, you could say it's one throw, but we've seen it a trillion times. And as a Bengals fan, I look, I lived through the 90s. I remember a lot of that. I, I, I do. I, I mean, the the bad game, the 2-14s, and 14s, the, the awful years in, in coaching hires and all of that stuff. But just because you move on from Andy, just because you move on from Marvin, doesn't mean you're going back to the 90s. It doesn't. Odds are you're not. It's hard to be that bad. So to me, I just look at this team and it's so stale and it's the same. And my God, how exciting would Lamar Jackson be? Or Baker Mayfield? Or Josh Rosen? Or someone that they evaluate? Look, I'm not going to say the guy, but here's what I will say. I want the Bengals to be open to falling in love with one of these quarterbacks in the draft. To looking at these quarterbacks and saying, my God, they fell in love with Carson Palmer. They did. And what, however you feel about Carson, above the shoulders, as a player, etc., there's no denying his physical tools. I mean, Carson's physical tools, up there with any quarterback you could name. They, they were so impressed with his workout back in 2003 before the draft. Fall in love with the quarterback. 
Go get a guy that you don't feel like is limited, that you don't feel like has to be given a, a specific game plan that only tends to certain things, that can only do so much. Go get that guy. And there will be that guy in this draft. There was that guy in the last year's draft and the, the year before and the year before. I don't want to hear about it's a bad quarterback draft ever again. Carson Wentz was in a bad quarterback draft. I would love him. So would you. Deshaun Watson, it's a bad quarterback draft. He was about to lead Houston. Seriously, they were Super Bowl contenders with him at quarterback. And so I look across the league. Dallas, they didn't take a huge risk on Dak, and yet they have the future of their franchise in a fourth-round pick. Rookie, contract, cheap deal. Doesn't need to be a first rounder, but I want the Bengals to be open to it. In Sunday, that's what I watched. If I'm running the Bengals, Marvin will not be the head coach in it 2018, and Andy Dalton could be the quarterback, but I damn sure am drafting another one. And I would gauge trade interest, interest for Andy because if AJ McCarron, he's still on his rookie deal, will likely lose his grievance and be under team control next year. If that's the case, you can have Andy out ship him out get a first a second get whatever you can for him right and then hell you might be able to trade andy for something that could help right away who's to say you can't get a veteran offensive lineman and a pick for a franchise quarterback you can do a lot worse than andy dalton i acknowledge that i understand that but if i'm the Bengals, i gauge his interest especially if mccarron loses his grievance because then mccarron's under a rookie contract you draft a rookie who would be under a cheap deal, and then that opens it up to spending money elsewhere, getting that offensive line better, maybe getting the the defensive tackle spot shored up in the draft, which I think they'll consider drafting someone. Geno Atkins getting up there. Joe mentioned that to me last week. Who will, by the way, Joe Goodberry joining us tomorrow for a weekly Bengals film review. It just opens things up. So Bengals, listen here, and I, I hope they're listening. Just be open. To drafting a quarterback early. Look for an upgrade. Be open to falling in love with someone else. Because Andy Dalton, I don't know how you can look at him and say, well, you give him a line and he's going to lead you to a Super Bowl. You give him a different offensive coach, he's going to lead you to a Super Bowl. I don't see it. I don't think the majority of fans see it. And honestly, I don't think you see it. I don't think Marvin thinks it. I think he's comfortable with him. How Who could honestly say that Andy's going to do that? I don't know who. What I do know is I look around the AFC and Brady's getting older. Luck is a big question mark. Now's the time to go get that young QB. And then you could have that guy, if you hit on him, that guy in the AFC for the next 10 to 15 years. It's, it's wide open. And I'm watching Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson and all these guys have success. That could be the Bengals. But they have to open themselves up to it. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. It's been great to have you in here. Joe Goodberry tomorrow in our weekly Bengals film review. Again, we're on Megaphone, the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. Make sure you bookmark LockedOnBengals.com. And until tomorrow, when we'll get into Bengals, Jags, and our film review, I'll run by all my theories of, on Andy Dalton and more by Joe. This has been the Locked on Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason... 
Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.